I'm Alice Arnold, and in this week's Musicals and Theatre podcast, I'm chatting to Michael Ball and Alfie Bow backstage at the Hammersmith Apollo about their new album and much more besides. And if you enjoy listening, then do tune in on Saturday and Sunday mornings from 6 till 10 when you can hear me on Mellow Magic. Right, well, here I am. This is unbelievable. I'm backstage at the Hammersmith Apollo with Michael Ball and Alfie Bow. Now, you have embarked on this tour and made this album and this has just been the most humongous hit why, why do you know why i have absolutely no idea because we're not doing anything um i don't know i guess i guess it's 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 what the nation has been waiting for <laughs> i don't know i guess because we're having fun we are and we yeah. we, we like good music and i think we've we've Recorded some good music and we sing good music on I think stage. We've, we've just ticked the box on what people want to hear as well. Yeah. You know, from from us. You know, we, yeah. we 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 play to our strengths when we were creating the album and coming up with the track listing. So we thought, let's just do what we're good at. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you that because the track list we've got songs from Phantom, West Side Story, Limis, Carousel. I mean, it's a, it's the most beautiful collection Thanks. of songs. So who chose who chose what? Well, we all we all had our lists. Yes, you know we all had our lists, and I think you know we all have a fair amount of it of our own choices. Yeah, on the album, what, believe, what sort of know? happened? It was interesting because not just us, but friends, family, people at record companies, uh, management so would all have big long lists, mm. and then they would be get circulated, and things would witter down. But all the same songs kept appearing on the same lists, and um, and a few things that were kind of surprising. That, that we weren't expecting that people would go for. Uh, Thousand Years being yeah. one of them, yeah. which we were so chuffed with the way that turned out. I didn't want to do, to do You Never Walk Alone because I, I, I've recorded it before, Alice recorded it before, and I didn't quite understand why we should record it again. And then Alf said, because he's a lifelong Liverpool supporter, said, well, I want to do it because the Hillsborough Inquiry has just announced... Um, uh, and I think we should do it as a mark of respect. And he came yeah. with this brilliant idea of having the cop choir. But if my, Michael didn't want to do that one, I, I wasn't a fan of Music of the Night. I didn't want to do that one again because, again, that's a song that's been done to death. It's been we I, we both recorded it, um, and and it's it's it seemed to me overdone, you know. But uh, if we were going to make an album of musical theatre tracks, I think it was important to give a nod to Andrew, you know, for that. Andrew and also it. by having the two voices we can do harmonies in there that no one will have heard which we did in those you'll songs. never walk alone as well so you know. so they both are you know recreations and yeah. and and uh, they're not they're not carbon copies of anybody's song they're 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 ours mm. they're they're our same for the takes. same for anthem yeah you know, that From wasn't chess. a song that i i thought of singing at, at all but when we got our heads together and and worked out the harmonies worked out each individual role in the song it was it sounded like a completely different approach you know a completely mm. different song and um, what would you say has been the f- your favorite moment of the tour so far for me um there's a couple of moments in this in the tour that are memorable one in particular is singing you'll never walk alone in liverpool and you know putting up the image of the uh um, Liverpool symbol, you know, the Liverpool Football Club symbol with 96 next to it. And then um, also another moment in the tour was singing You'll Never Walk Alone again, but in Leeds. You know, we walked out onto that stage and everybody, 8,000 people in the arena, 
with their mobile phones on, with the light, with the torchlight on, and it was just it was just magical to see the glow from the audience coming on stage. It was like a delivery of the love that they had for us. It was really beautiful. Oh, brilliant. For me, it was singing a bum note during the Bond medley and making him laugh, so he then had to sing Thunderball with that big note at the end, <laughs> trying not to wet himself. Excellent. I will oh, throw, I will always good, always good. Now, <laughs> now you're on stage um, in about four hours' time, I think, and I want to know who is leading the vocal warm-up, please. <laughs> he, he doesn't he I don't do. really do one <laughs> No, I always thought lifting a cup of coffee to my lips was probably That's a good it. physical one I, 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 that, that, And also lubrication you know, it's all part of it. Um, normally, just shouting at Alfie is my. May God forgive you. This man, I swear to God, Alice, this man eats about seven full dinners every day. He's constantly eating, and I'm putting the weight on. He's eating for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like and you're I'm his child. I'm water <laughs> for a friend. <laughs> Right, so we're not bothering with a vocal warm-up, so that's, that's fine. We'll just, he does. He we'll does. just pop on you, Jim, because you're more serious about it. You do What do you do with scales and arpeggios yeah, and all of that? Do, and do that when you try to teach me. <laughs> gow, gow, gow. Uh, it worked, that's an exercise that sort of works on the edge of the voice and it makes it really bright and high and, and Michael can't do it. And it's, that's why I do it all the time. Constantly. Constantly. Just, no. We're just going to go back a little bit okay. into your past. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. Uh, get, tell me a little bit about this Kismet production, because this sounds cracking, and I know everyone's asking, but we've all been in a turkey. So just... Yeah, but this was, this was shocking. First of all, I was told when I said I'd do it, because I, I, I knew the music. I didn't know the book. I read the book, and it wasn't great. <laughs> Do you remember that? And they told me, they told me that the the writer had passed away, and dear Kit Hesketh Harvey was going to re be rewriting the book. The writer wasn't dead. He was ninety three, living in L.A. with one of the original Playboy Bunny girls, and he was coming over, and he wasn't having a word of it changed. <laughs> of course, it's set in Baghdad, and at that time, ten years ago, Baghdad was also in the news, and so the director brilliantly, don't you think, Alf? decided that he would open the show with the overture. It's groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. What overture of, of, of Kismet, and then the sound of gunfire and explosions, and Alf coming on in his army fatigues going, it's hell out there. And the machine the, gun and everything, you know. <laughs> and the wazir going, yes, the history of Baghdad is one of turmoil. Come back a thousand years. And let's all sing a song. At which point the audience, their jaws were on the it floor, and it just got worse. It was awful. It was, it, and it, it was hilarious. We laughed a lot. I, this, tell him what I did to you. Oh, my goodness. We're, we're singing this beautiful, beautiful love duet. Um, uh, what's it called? This is My Beloved. This is My Beloved. And, uh, <laughs> and oh, my goodness. I'm stood there singing to the soprano, and uh, I look over into the wings, really tender moment in the song, and Michael Ball... He stood there, hoisted up his caftan, showing his backside to me. You know, both big yeah, things. beautiful. Peaches in the wings, taking up a full, full entrance stage. Nobody could get past. 
you know, because his bottom was right yeah. there. You've never uh, sung better. Oh my goodness! <laughs> You've me. never sung. But we had to keep the mood right. <laughs> you know, it was a big shadow cast across stage. All right, <laughs> all right. It was pert and peachy. You know that. <laughs> It was the only way to get through, and that's stranger why we became. Paradise, but that's why we, that's stranger, stranger in paradise. paradise. Yeah, this is how we became mates because we were in this extraordinarily bad production, and and you either you either crumble or you go look. Let's let's keep the company together. We've got to do this. We were yeah. we were sold out most nights, so we thought let's just just make the most. Of it. There is nothing worse. Is that you've got to go on. You there know you've got to go on, and you know you're in a yeah. turkey, and, and you've just got to try and brazen it out. Yeah, it's all of that. <laughs> awful. Right. If you had a night off, um, ever, and you wanted to go to the theatre, who would you least like to take with you? Least like. Mm. Oh. oh my goodness, that's difficult. Forgive me, Trevor Nunn. He'd talk all the way through it. <laughs> and he'd tell me what was wrong. In fact, I have been with him. We went to see a production of Meet Me in St. Louis and he made us leave at the interval. I was quite enjoying myself. He said, no, we can't stay for this. And we had to leave. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Trevor. Brilliant. Um, the other thing I do in my programme is uh, I make a cake every week. Oh, wow. Bear in mind, this is radio. Okay. Um, so, if you were to be presented with a cake, what sort of cake would you most like that cake to be? Uh, I'm a I'm a traditional Vicky Sponge kind of guy. I like a. Uh, in fact, I, could, I made one for the yeah, for the. Um, it was a good cake, that wasn't was it? Really good. I was bored one afternoon in catering, so I just whipped up a Victoria Sponge. Yeah. Very traditional. Uh, raspberries more than strawberries, cream, bit of lemon zest in the and vanilla in the cake and in the cream. Uh, that would do me grand. Chocolate, chocolate cake all the way, with um, like a salted caramel filling oh, in the middle. That's what I would have, and it has. To Could you make it? I could try. I'd have a yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd do it, but it'd have to be at least a foot and a half <laughs> in size. <laughs> now you both performed at Stri on Strictly, didn't yeah. you? Um, do you want to do? Would you like to do it? I mean, I we were talking about this earlier on. I would. I'd do it. I'd have a go, um, just for the challenge. Um, I think Michael should do it too. Oh, I think geez. we should do it together. I yeah, think we'd we argue who'd lead. No, <laughs> <laughs> be contestants in the same series. Not can you? Together. You're not competitive at all. <laughs> And neither am I. It would be kill each other. You should see him dance. He's useless. Are you? Are you? Are you not? You're not a. Are you not a natural? I am a natural mover. <laughs> I invented a heart condition at drama school, so I didn't have to get up early and do dance class, and I regret it. He does a shimmy on stage. It's fantastic to see. A, a proper it shimmy. The house down. Everybody's laughing like crazy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the good thing is it hasn't stopped you, you know, progressing in the, in the musical theatre world, has <laughs> exactly. it? Exactly. And there was a lot of step ball changes in Sweeney Todd. <laughs> um, I would love it. I, it's my favourite programme. I absolutely love the programme. Um, but I'm too competitive. And also people would That's assume... The whole thing about I know it, that, though. but people would assume I could dance because I do musicals and I can't. Um, and I, I wouldn't be good enough. And so if they could well, do you'd, it... You'd, you'd, you'd bit the training. All man. right. You'd do, it, you'd do it. It'd be good. No, I'd love to. Any other reality shows? Jungle? Would you go in the jungle? Put him in the jungle. I'd do the jungle. Yeah, the jungle? I'd eat anything. I'd eat, I'd, I'd, yeah. He really would. <laughs> 
You re- and, and a lot of it. <laughs> and that's for seconds. And, yeah, you would know, oh, is there any more of those fish eyeballs? They were nice. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> uh, now, Michael, yeah. your first, one of your first roles after you were busking, after yeah. drama school, um, was in Godspell. Uh, yeah, first uh, yeah I, that was one of mine too. Um, not the same role, I'm guessing. Were you Jesus? No, I was John the Baptist. I had the best role. I opened... Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Do you see? And it was genuinely when I understood the power of music over an audience and the, the connection you can have as an artist because I started it off stage, these big gates opened and then walked out. It was... It was magical, absolutely magical. Uh, and it got me my equity card. I love that programme, that show, absolutely. Yeah, I love it too. The book is... Well, it's dreadful. Tricky. <laughs> it's dreadful. Tricky to lift it off yes. the page. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, to, and yeah, but who gives a damn? It's beautiful music and, it, and it's a great company musical. Yeah. You know, everyone gets a moment. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real ensemble piece. Lovely. What was what was your very first musical role then? Musical role? Um, oh my goodness! Uh, I think it was t- um, Tony in West Side Story when I was nineteen years old. It was in an amateur production, but I loved it. I loved playing that role, and it was a lot of fun. It was my first sort of introduction to musical theatre, um, and then I went into then I was directed into opera. Strangely enough, it was it was just seemed to be where my voice was more suited you know and then and then but I still love musical theatre I still love um, doing it whenever I could you know being a part of it so that next time I really played a serious theatre role a musical theatre role was was when I played Jean Valjean at the 25th anniversary that was it what do you call uh, Gilbert and Sullivan is that operetta operetta, but how do you define because I always I always wonder what the first musicals were were they uh, is that the American um, uh, showboat or, no, I mean, or, or, or or Gilbert and Sullivan musicals? I think when you go back in, in uh, over the years, man, La Boheme, Pacini's La Boheme was yeah. classed as a musical theatre really? piece. It was, it was reviewed as the worst musical theatre piece ever written, and that was Pacini's La Boheme. And, and, and so... Yeah. Not interesting, because Les Mis was reviewed as the worst, worst piece mus- of yeah. musical of its time. It's... I don't think you can categorise opera, operetta, musical theatre. It's all one world, because it's music in a theatre that you're telling a story. Stage, telling a story. Yeah, it's you know that's it. Yeah, and some have a book and some don't have a book. Um, have you ever fallen in love with the person that you've been singing a love duet with? M- me, have you? Well, I'm not. With I'm looking at you, Adele. Oh with my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a married man. I am. But I, no, I haven't. I love you. I, I never. I never. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no, no. Actresses are nightmares. They really are. <laughs> Your scene partner, my goodness, I have an issue every time I work opposite somebody. Do you? Yeah, there's always something that's well, irritating like, about them. I don't know. Well, like what? I don't know. Just, just. I'm sure I'm irritating to them as well. But when you're working so close together. You have ideas and you throw them in the, into the mix and you think that it's all going to go your way, but it's not. You have to really 
compromise. Compromise and, and, and yeah, not a big compromise. Not, really. not a word that falls from his lips easily. I, on the other hand, get on with everybody <laughs> and they all fall in love with me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not painting a good picture of myself. But no. Leave me do that. No, no, exactly. <laughs> if you can be a musical character, not, not play the musical character, but be the musical character, who would you pick? Oh, that's in- I'd be the genie in Aladdin. Because <laughs> then I could be everything and all things. <laughs> yeah, yeah you beat that. <laughs> Probably be the beast in yeah. Beauty and the Beast because I wouldn't really have to change my personality. <laughs> and his wife, Sarah, is so gorgeous and she is the image of Belle. She is. In Beauty and the Beast. She's absolutely the image. <laughs> She's just waiting to give him the kiss that will actually change him. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. Yeah. She, yeah. she does belt me a lot, which is good. <laughs> Cheer up. All, I just I mean, like to keep my feet imagine? on the ground and not get yes, too excited. Yes, but there's excited. no need to bury them six feet under. I just, you know, <laughs> just don't want to get too excited yet. Oh. <laughs> just keep everything real. Oh. That's and, why and, I love and him. And he tires me out. So it's like, I've got... Now, listen, it, all this has done so amazingly well, the, the record, the tour and everything. There must be plans to do more of this, surely. He's begging, and I'm just saying, Alf, you know, enough, mate. Of course there is. We've had, genuinely, the best time doing this, and it, it, it all happened very naturally. We, this wasn't a big game plan. It, was, it started off as a couple of, of concerts that turned into a tour, that turned into a record, to a TV special, and, and most importantly, I hope I'm speaking for you, mm. I'm having the best time on stage doing it, and I'm seeing audiences. This is why we do it. We do it because audiences want to come and want to be part of it. Every, every night has been so special on tour. It's difficult to, you know, it's very rare when you get a tour like that. But no, it's it's, it's yeah. a joy to be on stage. It's a joy to share the stage with Michael. And like like Michael says, I'm having a ball as well. So yeah, the answer is I think we'll be looking to do more together. Yeah, and and nice as well that we can go off and do our own separate stuff as well. Well, we will all be looking forward to it. Thank you both so much. I'm Alice Arnold, and that was the Musicals and Theatre Podcast. If you enjoyed that, then you can hear me every Saturday and Sunday morning from 6 till 10 on Mellow Magic, where I have lots of lovely, timeless, relaxing classics, musical numbers and interviews. 